Welcome to Tusker Talk, a podcast from Somer Schools. I'm Amanda Bergen, the district's communications coordinator. So today we're talking to two athletes from Somers High School who have both committed to play at Division I colleges or universities. My name is Nathan Hahn. Uh, I play golf, and I've committed to play golf for Columbia University. Congratulations. Thanks. Hi, I'm Emma Kittredge, and I'll be playing lacrosse next year at Sacred Heart University. Are you excited? Yes. Awesome. And Roman Catalino, athletic director, is also here with us today. Thanks for joining us. You're very welcome. So I want to hear about your experiences playing um, high school athletics, um, what you think it added to your whole experience here. Um, Emma, let's start with you. What, how long have you been playing lacrosse? Ever since first grade, I've had a stick in my hand. I always loved the sport, and it was like my favorite one that always stuck with me. And I just grew up like watching like the NCAA finals and going to a few of them, so that gave me a good insight on what was out there. What about you, Nathan? How long have you been golfing? Uh, I've been golfing for probably around 13, 14 years now. So. And was it something that you were you just expressed interest in? Yeah, my dad took me to the range one day and put a club in my hand. I just kind of stuck with it ever since. Mm-hmm. Kind of appealed to me. Was it a family experience for both of you? Was it something that your whole families were interested in? Your various sports? Yeah, I, I mean, it w- they would just play recreationally, but I mean, they would just go to the range, play a few holes like every now and then. But I think I'm the first one who really kind of took it seriously the family so yeah I have I come from a very like athletic family being my parents are both phys ed teachers so it was just always something I grew up with playing and playing with my younger sister all the time Roman there are how many students so far as of January who are committed to playing sports at D1 schools seven we have seven um, that are going off to play uh, soccer yep. golf uh, softball and soccer Lacrosse. And lacrosse. Okay. Um, and are there more who are likely to commit in the spring once they find out where they're going? or is this? Do we, we have a few that are still looking, um, but for the most part, the Division One piece of it is pretty much done. There will be a few that may, you know, one or two that might uh, pick up a Division One offer. We still have a couple that are maybe looking, um, but trying to make that decision as the college, you know, acceptances have now come in and now they're, they're really making their choices. So with seven athletes committed already, is that a typical number for? Uh, we've been time? very lucky for a Class A school. We've had good numbers over the last. This is my 16th year here, and, and we've been very lucky. I would say over the last eight or ten years, we've probably averaged anywhere from three or four, which is a, a tremendous number. Um, you know, Division One athletics is a huge commitment um, that these two are going to find out, and they pretty much know at this point. Um, but they've made that commitment already. And, uh, you know, some, some student-athletes decide that that's for them. Some of those decide that they don't want to do that. Um, and it's all a, a choice that, you know, they have to make, and that's the piece of athletics that I so much enjoy. So for a community this size, um, a high school this size, three, four to seven athletes is a big number for committing to Division One school. To what do you attribute that success, that kind of athletic success? I think I think it's our community. I think you know a, a lot of our families are, are into athletics, um, and a lot of our student athletes play multiple sports. Um, and I think you know just the community that we are. Uh, I think our student athletes really 
you know, strive to be the best that they can be, and a lot of them will end up playing two or three sports, and then some make a decision once they get into the high school or first or second year in, they decide they're really going to go after the Division One um, choice that they're going to make in, in that sport, particular so, sport. So, Emma, you played field hockey also. Yes. What did playing sports in high school add to your whole experience here? Um, well, being a three-sport athlete, it gave me, like, every year after like the past season it gave me like more standards for myself to go after in the next and I think it also made me stand out more when looking to play at the college level and so you did indoor track also right yes three three sports um what kind of a community did playing different sports provide for you it was like a big learning experience like going from like coach to coach and being like open-minded to different coaches and like their styles and being a part of different teams let me be a part of different groups and like a family for each season and it let me improve myself Mm -hmm. kind of have a different vibe for each team Mm -hmm. so Nathan what are you what are you expecting to be the most different about your experience golfing here at Somers High School versus golfing at Columbia uh I mean, Mr. Catalina said it pretty well. It's, uh, it's, I think it's a little bit more commitment at a college, collegiate level. Um, basically, you have to offer a lot of your time to be a D1 athlete follow, following school days. It's practice every day. Um, it's not just one season. It's multiple seasons in a year that you have to really commit to. So, I mean, a little bit more of a load, but, again, again it's going to probably should transition pretty smooth since Summer has offered such a great sports community. Columbia is a big school. <laughs> is it nice to know that you're going to go in and, and you'll automatically have a group of people that you can kind of hang out with and who can show you the ropes? Yeah, for sure. That, I, obviously, that's really helpful, um, being a part of the golf team, uh, just like nine or ten guys that I've already met, and they seem like really nice so you've people. So you've already met the team. Mm-hmm. Was that a part of your recruitment cr- process? Uh, I just did it a, a couple months ago on my official, um, so it being integrated in that little group is really helpful because they have been there. They know kind of what goes around and what you should do, what you should not should do. And, yeah, I think that's going to be really helpful moving forward. So, Roman, tell me a little bit about the recruitment process for kids who are starting to think about that, who might want to play a sport in college. When does it start, really? When do you need to start thinking about it? And, and you two chime in, too, with your experiences. Well, it's changed so much since I started in the profession of athletics. Um, they really now, and I think uh, Emma can speak to a little bit of it. I mean, she's been committed now for how long? Um, over a year. I committed fall of my junior year. So it's, it, it starts very early. Um, you know, these kids get on the radar of, of the coaches. Uh, and how? they. Um, just through a lot of the things that they do in the off season, through the through their in school teams, um, just there's so much out there now with the uh, internet and all of the other mm-hmm. stuff that exists today. Um, if you're a decent athlete, they're going to know about you. So, how did each of the two of you get noticed? Um, for me, it was a little different. Uh, for golfers, it's good to start early and start sending emails to just make your name kind of be there among a lot of co- college coaches. So I probably did a freshman year where I just sent a bunch of emails to a lot of different coaches. Um, and do you send, like, your scores or videos? Uh, just like an introduction okay. at first. Uh, just kind of about you, what school you go to, um, maybe a schedule if it really gets to that point. 
Um, obviously, NCAA rules uh, doesn't allow coaches to really talk back before junior year for us. So just getting your name out there is, is um, really crucial. And, yeah, so. Yeah, for me it was a similar process where it started with a list about 20 schools where you know you could succeed like academically and athletically there and from there it was just like being committed to my school sports and also like playing on a club team was a big yeah it was a big draw and gave me like the um it gave me the like visuals like to show like coaches at like these top tournaments that you could play at their school so at a club level there are probably a lot of events where other University, college and university coaches come and watch you play, do scouting. Is that, yes. Does that tend to happen a lot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that typically only at the club level? What about at the public high school level? Does that happen? Do coaches come and scout at high schools? They do, um, but a lot of it's done in the off season now. Um, and, you know, as Nathan said, an individual sport such as maybe golf or tennis, um, you know, he's going to put up scores and they're going to see those things. So that, you know, turns some heads uh, and they start to, you know, again, it's everything can be found on the Internet or whatever. Um, so it, it has changed over the years tremendously. Um, and then the, the club programs and stuff have all grown, whether it's AAU or club or whatever it might be. Um, those are all a part of it today. So I think of recruitment and committing to schools as being the coach coming to you, but it sounds like it's a lot more of you going to them. There's so much out there, you know, for the coaches. Uh, I think back to a few years ago when I was working at the Division Three level recruiting, we were basically going off of lists and reaching out to kids. And now those lists exist, but, you know, now there's so much out there as far as, you know, they can go on film and they can, you know, so if they hear about something, um, you know, the coaches have multitude of ways to go out and find it. So, Emma, did you need to send film or or anything like that, or was it more meeting coaches and then they would walk, come watch you play? It was more about, like, being a part of a club, and it also took, like, time for myself to send out, like, a letter about me, what I'm involved in, clubs, activities, sports, and, like, some stats, and then it was they would see you play like and you tell them where you're playing and from there that's where you would get noticed so what advice would you give students who are maybe two three years four years behind where you are right now um i would tell them like to look for a school not because of the team initially like i found a school where i knew like it would be a perfect school for me academically where i could do very well but also be able to handle playing a division one sport yeah i think the fits is most important um maybe some kids like automatically go to what school they think uh is like the best but it's not always about that it's about finding where you can develop the best and where you can fit in the most and again try to level up your game from there I think that's most important what would you say uh, I think keep your grades up um, number one is 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 imperative uh, and again just you know finding I think they both said it is finding the fit where that you know and as I have discussions with student athletes is you know if if that sport is wiped away and it's no longer something that you're going to do are you going to be happy at that school and be able to finish your education and walk out of there with your degree and feel good about where you are what role did sports play in your high school 
career and your overall happiness in high school? Uh, it was definitely a big part of it, um, especially um, during the springtime. It was really enjoyable experience. Um, all the teammates that I had in high school were were pretty awesome, and especially my freshman year, uh, we had a blast and we went undefeated. But it was it was just a great experience, and it really it really is helpful. Like when you come to school and like look forward to maybe playing your sport after with a great group of guys. And so it just makes the whole school experience more enjoyable, I think. Yeah, I think it really shaped me into who I am and gave me a schedule to follow and kept me, like, on my toes, like, as school comes first. And then, like, I try to work my best in, like, my athletics, like, after that. And then everything from there just, like, fall into place. And I was able to be coached by many coaches, which it will be very, like, helpful, like, going from something so like different and then something more like permanent has given me like the open-mindedness to like work with like a lot of other teammates like throughout my last four years. Well congratulations to you both it's very exciting and I know that Mr. Catalina is very proud of you of everybody all the athletes here so congratulations and best of luck to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.